you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, you know, and I know, they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, Kate Dizzle, DC. You are now listening to the All Dressed Up Podcast, episode 8080s in the building. And look, we're trying to do this for the first time to our uh, IG followers. I'm going to flip it really quick and see if I, IG, can you see both of us? Oh, it's not going to let me do that. Sweet baby Jesus. But look, hey. I've been talking the whole time. Tell them who you are, Hef. Tell them who you are. Hey, look, man. First off, shout out to my day ones. Everybody who's joining us tonight. It's Sunday. It's the first or the third. One of them, Jones. But we live, man. And for the day ones, y'all know what we do. And if today is your first day, you're still welcome. What we do every each... Excuse me. I'm excited. <laughs> what we do each and every Sunday night is we go live. We talk about the culture. We talk about what's going on in today's world. The hard-hitting topic. So you come on here, you join us live, you chop it up. And what's good, K-Dizzle DC? I'm happy to see you, big bro. Happy to see you too, my guy. It was a good week. Good two weeks. Life, love, and sun. Everybody on IG, I'm, I'm posting so I can see what's going on. I like on. that. Life, love, and sun. Life, love, and sun. So look. Did you patent that or did you steal it? I know. I, I should patent it. I should patent it. But look, real talk. Let's talk about your peoples, man. Let's get the, Let's get it out of the way. Give it to your guy. Let's go. We can Let's go. So, so I'm excited, man. This is my favorite time of the year. Just like I said a few weeks ago, my feelings haven't changed because things have gone a bit awry as of late on the NBA playoff home front. But what is going on with my man, the king, the second best player of all time? Look, we got the the, the screen is flickering and everything. Yeah, we don't know doing. what's happening tonight. I'm going to ask the chat for people who are just slowly coming in. We are live, K-Dizzle. We are live. But um, I can't, I don't know where to start with my man, LeBron James. It's not the same LeBron that I've been accustomed to following. <clears throat> you know, I can tell you, 38. It's not the same LeBron. 30, 38. 38 is a little bit different. Come on, K, cut me off in the background, K. 38 is a little bit different. I'm 37 this year. And I haven't taken care of my body halfway as good as the spoon has. <laughs> and I went out. I'm going to tell you, drunk, stick with me. I went out this morning to play some ball. My knee still hurts. So for LeBron to play at this level, I'm still not going to let people talk that slander. He's playing great at 38 now. Getting to this series with a real MVP, please stand up. <laughs> Can we please keep it real? What's up, Sinead? What's How you up, doing, baby? baby? What's up, drunk? Um, but will the real MVP please stand up? And if you're watching tonight, if you're coming through, I want them to take Joel and Joel Embiid's MVP back. Ooh. And give it and give it to Nikola Jokic. Look. Because look. because he is I'm excited, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> then they already said it. The he, about to go home is, early. He is uh definitely the real MVP in my opinion, bro. What you think about that? Hey, look, I, I said I didn't even think he'd make it this far. 
So for him to get to the Nuggets, I, the Nuggets about to sweep him hard in the. Hard. All right. So since you say that, He's about to sweep him. I gotta give I gotta give props to AD. We okay. all talk about AD. We all clown AD about him being soft as baby shit. He's fragile. Every time he goes down, you grab something because you know it's, it's probably going to be serious. What's up? Shout What's out to Carter. Happy anniversary Happy to Happy anniversary. Carter. Two years strong. Keep it going. So, um, you know, AD's been playing like a G. Uh, mm-hmm. AD, AD has been playing like the bubble AD. And I'm telling you right now, I can't say not one bad thing about Anthony Davis, bro. The type of game he's been playing has been phenomenal. Okay. Now, where we're dropping off here. Where are we dropping off? Is LeBron's got to match that. LeBron's got to match that Jamal Murray, KCP, <laughs> um, uh, what's the boy, Porter Jr. He's got to match that, those cronies' energy, bro. <laughs> And I don't expect LeBron to outplay six young boys, but you got to at least cancel out Jamal Murray. You got to help AD. You're not the best player on your team anymore, LeBron. You got Jamal Murray coming off a one-and-a-half-year hiatus from his uh, ACL and you know knee problems he had. Coming out there torching. Look, they don't, they don't have enough. They don't have enough. Uh, we won't talk about the Sixers debacle. Doc Rivers is out the door. Um, the, we knew they would. They don't don't that, if you if you want to go on Doc right, if you want to no, go on Doc, go on Doc. Doc right now. I need to turn myself on my ears. We're not going to go on Doc right now. We're not going to do it. Before we leave LeBron, I'm going to ask you a question. Go ahead. What coach? Because you brought Doc up, and I'm in mm-hmm. my basketball mode tonight. What coach does better with less? Doc Rivers. <laughs> Doc Rivers. Listen, follow me now. Follow me, chat. What's up, 410? What legendary coach, Bam Adebayo, is destroying the Celtics right now live? Yeah, he is. Greg Popovich, who's showing you how he rocks when his team don't got players. Or Doc Rivers, because Doc's has some talented rosters, bro. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, it's getting to a point to where, like, it's what have you done for me lately, Doc. You didn't run a, run a ring for the Clippers all those years with Blake Griffin and CP3. Yep. You didn't win a ring in, uh, in Philly. You got the MVP. James Harden came over there. I think they might have got rid of Doc to keep James Harden. I, I don't know if that was the right decision. Mm. Um, but even still, even still, he just he's just known to not – win the big game and in many a years he did just fall apart at the seams and and it's a bunch of game sevens it's just it's just history repeating itself so it does you say can you say it's it's the team or can you say it's him i think it has a lot to do with the coaching if you can't coach your people up and through that you know through that uh adversarial moment so those times you're not gonna win the championship coaching coaching is a huge factor Popovich yeah. got away with tanking the Sixers tank. They called it the process. Some of their mm-hmm. picks didn't pan out. Popovich is going to get Wimby. You know, Popovich turned a lot of later draft pick players in the Hall of Famers. Like he had Ginobili. You know, he got Tony Parker late. Mm-hmm. These were guys that he didn't get in the lottery. You know what I'm saying? He had Tim Duncan and he had David Robinson. He did a great job building around those guys. Now he gets Wimby. Can this give Popovich another, you know, five or six year run? We'll see. 
We'll see. Uh, he, might, he might be the guy that can build around, you know, the seven foot two or three or seven foot four, whatever he is, Frenchman, that they say is the best prospect since LeBron. Uh, the man built like a toothpick. I can't see it. <laughs> um, but let's, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to talk about because I don't, I don't. Maybe I, I haven't watched this game. I don't see it. I'm not I, done yet. I, I don't. You're not done. You're not done yet. King James no, no, lied no. to me, bro. <laughs> and I'm not, and, and it hasn't even turned into a podcast yet. I'm not fried public. Look, King James told me oh that they were going to hold serve and go back home. And he said it's a first to, first to four win series. Yeah. So did you see them going down? You said you didn't see him getting as far. Is it a sweet? I didn't see him getting far past Golden State. Eugene on IG is right. They they are killing Boston. Miami's killing Boston. But look, is I didn't see sweep? him going this far. Is that going to be a sweet? That's strong possibility. Is it a sweet? Are they That's bringing the brooms out in LA? They might be bringing the brooms out. Um, mm. But look, man. Um, yeah, Denver's got too much for them. They don't. They don't have enough in the tank. You know, they had barely enough to get past. They had barely enough bench to get past Golden State, who had no bench. So, um, yeah. It's, I, think it's, it is what it is. I think the scapegoat this time around is going to be Darvaham. <laughs> he just said he's going to live or die with D'Lo on the court. <laughs> look, look, there's no way, let's, you know, there's no way we can talk anything NBA without speaking to the elephant in the room or, uh, the idiot in the room who is uh, the John Morant. Okay. Um, John Morant, again, we all know this is take two of this man going online and finding a way to furnish (laughs) a gun on on live cameras to further demolish his NBA (laughs) career as it stands. I see somebody say, look, Jack, just give Derek Rose your knees. <laughs> so, it can be useful. It can be useful. That's crazy as shit. <laughs> Look, you know, we can talk about all the things that need to be said, right? At the end of the day, he understands that he is a young man making a lot of money to play a game and knowing after what happened the first time, for it to happen the second time, it's just... The first one costs you about two hundred fifty million dollars, a max contract, right? I see how this is going tonight. You playing the a little second bad cop. The second one uh, is may cost you may cost you your career. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, Dizzle, I'm shocked that you're going so light on your boy Ja right now. I, I'm not I'm going light. Am I going light? I think so because I was rocking with him all the way up until the first video. Like I was rocking with him with yeah. the finish line incident. I was rocking with him with the incident at his crib at, and at it was crib, ball. the strip club. Incident. I was rocking with him at the strip club, but I couldn't stick with him on the first gun in the video like this. And then when he came out with the second gun, his man who's recording it turns the camera to him. He's like, Oh shit. He's got a job being John again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, Demetrius, Demetrius, <laughs> I'm not mad at you because I saw some of the footage <laughs> of your dad out there trying to be Usher, <laughs> pop locking like he out there in Vegas, like he's trying yeah. to be Usher's double doppelganger and shit. The, the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 410 says Clarence has some yeah. real nice parents. <laughs> yeah. I, 
Look, but can can you really? I'm gonna flip it because I know we're IG. But can you really be feel bad for him the same way you don't believe no. he's in control? You can't feel bad for him. I hate to say it, he's got to put something. I'm sorry for cutting you off, bro. But he's got to no. put something on something. Like it can't. The the apology sounded like it came from GP. Uh, what's it called? A GPT chat. <laughs> GP chat. It sounded GPT like chat. that's where he got his apology from. The problem is the. You know what's at stake, and you understand what happened with the first one. For you to make the same mistake twice, to not even just remove all the ability, remove all the firearms from within your grasp at any given time, it's just ridiculous. There's, there is no, there is no coming back from that. There's no coming back from that. I asked, I asked the IG family what was going to happen first. Was John Morant going to put the blickies down, <laughs> or was Zion Williamson going to put the cheeseburgers down? I don't, you know. I guess I guess uh, we'll, we'll find out what happens with Zion. You know, Boston down sixteen late in the second quarter. Yeah, it's a massacre. Yeah, Miami's gonna sweep it's these boys too. Gonna sweep at that point. But look, let, let's let us. You want to talk about Jimmy Butler? You want to talk about? You want to give Jimmy Butler some shine? Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Everybody shot shot him, left him for dead, saying that you know whatever is whatever. Jimmy Butler is balling. He showed He's Grant Williams point. what happens when you poke the bear for real. Yeah, don't poke the bear. But Joe Mazzula. Be- oh, <laughs> hey, drunk. Is it possible, drunk, for Joe Mazzula to not keep his job? Hey. Like, I need to find out, is it possible? Because I know he just got the contract, right? Mm-hmm. K-Dizzle, drunk hit it on the head, man. He did. He did. He, he sticks by his guns. He don't care. And Spolstra is coaching around him in circles, man. Oh. Just like what Bam out of bio just did to Jalen Brown. Up, down, left, to right. Mm-hmm. NBA, NBA select star. He got the code. Hey, look. Um, so who you got, Denver and uh, Miami? Who you got between Denver and Miami? Who Miami. you got between Denver and Miami? I got Miami. I just like Miami. Okay. They may take it home. I like Miami. But look, I'm going to skip the XFL. We're going to talk about that because we went deep into the NBA because I'm mad at the defenders. But look, Good, um, let's talk about training camp. Let's talk about... Um, Bryce Young. We have to. Well, we don't. But I, I'll just make the comment. You know, NFL football training camp, Bryce Young did look like an eighth grader out there playing with the Sims. <laughs> if you could um, find him. If you know, he he does he is small. And we're we I'm saying he's small because, you know, he's five eight. You know, that I'm five eight, but he's small amongst men who are six six, six seven, you know, six five on the field. How many quarterbacks, K. Dizzle, have you known in your days of watching football? As long as you have, that a five foot eight quarterback can make it in this league. Uh Drew Brees and Doug Flutie. That's it. Drew Brees, Doug Flutie, the only two that have been successful. And Drew Brees was five. Well, how tall? Five how tall is Russell Wilson? Because I think we'll Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson still he's like six foot, six two. Not even. He's not even five ten. The way those quarterbacks, the way those short quarterbacks have to play, you got to run play option and you have to move because move the linemen are so, so big. Right. You got to get them passing lanes. So we're talking about this guy having to get great protection. Oh, from, I'm sorry. He's got to get great protection from that Carolina offensive line. So hopefully, hopefully he's going to have that. But he looked teeny out there, man. He, he did look teeny. Uh, we're going to pray for him. Oh, prayers. Thoughts and prayers with Bryce Young and his football season coming up. But look, um, September, we haven't heard anything from this group since 
since lockdown. Okay, September. Marketing your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. Jermaine Dupree and in Puff Love are going to have a versus, and they're going to settle it for once and for all. Who's the greater producer? Hey, real quick, bro. I got some uh, viewers, viewers shaman and saying they can't get through. So if you can, K, check the YouTube feed. Yeah, I'll definitely check it. And see if we got something going on because we got some people trying to jump in on the convo. On the convo? Can't see it? Hold on one second. Let me check this here. If you can't jump in on the convo, I'm going to put the phone number up too so we can put you in there I as think well. you said he couldn't get into the actual video. You said, said something about two waiting. Oh, it says two waiting. Oh. Kill that one and go to the page. It'll go go to the page and you'll see it live that way. Uh, I got you. Yeah, kill that one and go to the page. You'll see it live that way. All right. So if you're just rolling in, it's been just a fun, fun deep dive into the NBA playoffs. We got the shit on LeBron for a minute. Um, we talked about, <laughs> you got the shit on LeBron. For <laughs> we talked about Mazzullo coaching like he's on crack. And we <laughs> talked about your boy Bryce over there in Carolina needing to get about Two pairs of stilts for the get first those two legs and plants. Get those legs and plants. Go so man, six feet. Take it out. Take it over for the for the potential verses, man. Potential verses. The fraud. The fraud is in the house. <laughs> that is he. Um, Diddy, who you got? Who you got? Have man Diddy versus Dupree. This is Be tricky, honest. man, because you, you got to talk about what songs can they play. Both artists got songs that they touched. That you have no idea they have parts of. Very true. So I Very think true. who wins this versus is going to be the the person who gets the effect of damn that's Jermaine Dupri right. or damn that's Puff because the more of those moments is going to be who pushes who to win the versus. Mm. So sweet baby Jesus, I'm pulling it up. Uh, let me move it to a different one. Yeah, you know, Sal, LaFraud definitely showed up in game three. I don't, I don't, while K Dizzle pulls up, you know, some of the verses and some of the songs, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, he just, he's playing like the fourth best player yeah. on that roster right now. And D'Angelo Russell is getting cooked by Jamal Murray. And we don't have to talk anymore about Jokic. We know what he does. <laughs> So what are some of the songs on the surface that you want to hear from Diddy? Yeah, from let's Diddy? talk about it. Let's talk about it, Shanae, because Puffy songs are more Puffy songs are going to be more predictable. So, so what, which it's going to be the entire Biddy, Diddy. It's going to be the entire Biggie catalog, right? He put a name exactly on a lot of Exactly, drunk. Because Puffy was in the uh, room that had all the he had all the producers in the studio and he had the classic executive producer tag. That when he put his take that, when he put his take that, He's when he on did the, he owned or when he did the drums on the track, he does you know better than me. Drums. What what drums is Diddy? <laughs> drums on the track. But you know, but you know how the credits go when it comes to production. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing about Puff. He's a he's executive oh. produced some classic albums, bro. Mm -hmm. And then you could talk about Biggie. I mean, does Jermaine Dupree have any rapper that he could play? On Biggie's level, I mean, he broke and did Bow Wow, the brat, you know. Yeah. Um, the only the only guy he's got crisscross. No, stop, stop, stop. MJB, um, more money, more problems. Classic MJB. Um, but he's got 
he's got uh, Shad Moss. <laughs> you gonna call that government name out? I know Jermaine Dupree's got some Mariah Carey. He's got Mariah Bangers. Carey. He's got Usher Raymond. Okay, that's big. That's big right there. Um, he's got uh, he's got some Monica hits. Monica only got a few. Jagged Edge. Yeah. You're going to have a Jagged Edge 112 playoff again. He's got some Chris Brown. JD's got some Chris Brown. Um, oh, I, I had no idea. B-side with Brad and Biggie. He used to. He did right for us. Yes, story. he did. Uh, and he's going to have, um, Puffy's going to have some total bangers on there. Uh, Puffy is, but what's going to be the what's going to be the most recent? Um, your boy has um, Ari Lennox credits. Crusher, J- Jermaine Dupree. I was totally mm. unaware, unaware of that. So I mean, uh, he's got some T Pain, Jante Austin. I mean, Jermaine Dupree's got a lot of ex- escape hits. Though, lot, bro. You know, um, Diddy Diddy got Jodeci under there. Oof, yeah. Oh man, Faith Evans. We need to talk about that total. You got some boys to men. Jermaine Dupree produced "You Make Me Wanna." Yes, he did by Usher. Mace. Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree produced and written "Nice and Slow." Mm. Stop it! Stop I don't know. It. He would have to. This verse is crazy. <laughs> this verse is gonna be crazy. This verse. Jermaine Dupree wrote and produced Bow Wow, That's My Name, featuring Snoop Dogg. He wrote all of Bow Wow shit and produced it. I don't know how Diddy has some, he's got some Jay-Z credits. I don't know how. Executive produced, man. I don't know how. Jagged, yeah. See, Jermaine Dupree got the Mariah Carey. Jermaine Dupree's got the Mariah Carey Shake It Off. He said so, so Dev All Stars. We belong together. He got All some right. hits, bro. He do have some hits, but um, Diddy versus us. JD in the verses, I don't think it's mm, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. We'll see what ha- we'll see what happens when September come around. He got let's get married. It's so oh stop. It's over. It's over. With, it's over with Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge had four hits. They all sound exactly the same. If you played them back to back, you would you would think it was one whole song. So, I'm gonna just say that about about that. Uh, but I love Jacket Edge. I do love some Jacket Edge. So doing hard on Jacket Edge just now. Uh, he got some Burner Boy on this. Did he got some Burner Boy under that? Okay, look, I, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a, a, a easy wash. dub either way. It's not gonna, be a, gonna wash. be a wash. It's, it's not gonna be easy dub either way. Diddy is going to put on performance. He's going to have the whole shiny suit going on. He's going to have flashing lights. It's going to be a lot of epileptic seizures that night. Um, dances from the ceiling, all that good stuff. But <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to say the least. It's good that it came in September. They got plenty of time. They rehearsing right now for it. Diddy getting back in shape, trying to lose that beer gut and all that other good stuff. But look. Diddy got credit for I Know What Girls Like featuring Lil' Kim with, um, with Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Lil' Kim. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. Let's say he has been around the world. He's he going to have his sons jumping around stage. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Please don't do that. Um, don't forget about Puffy's. Don't forget about Puffy's J-Lo songs, man. 
Nah, no, we're not going there. All right. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's slide on that. Let's slide on that to the left, right? Um, so you check them for it, though. You can watch it when it comes on. I'm going to check for it. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be it's gonna be so hyped up, so beyond, so beyond, beyond. We all going to watch it for the first 30 minutes. No, he didn't. He didn't produce grills. I need to see that. I'm telling you, man. He got hit. So take a second real quick, uh-huh, man. Uh-huh. While everybody's catching up, everybody's coming in. Obviously, you guys know we do this each and every first and third Sunday, live and on. If you can just throw up the IG page, DC. This is where we have a lot of fun um, during the off time. We're not live with you guys because um, if you don't know, we do talk with each and every one of you on the page. Uh, we have a lot of fun conversation. We do a lot of comparisons, this and that, and, you know, A versus B. So and check out the page. right now. Check out the you page, right man. Now. Well, it's showing headspace only. Give us a follow. <laughs> Come on, Ked. Just get your face up there with mine. That was the so, day we broke the hat. It was that day we broke the hat? Use, Use your Googles. Googles. Use your Googles. Find us Lord, on IG. Find us on IG. ADU Podcast. All Dressed Up Podcast. You know the deal. Find us on YouTube, too. That's where we love to be. That's where we always going to be. Look, let me put this banner up, okay? Because we need to talk about it. I know it's going going on in the Midwest. Excuse me. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit before. Okay? This is interesting. In Montana, starting January 1st, TikTok will be banned on all personal devices, mm. only in the state of Montana. Okay. ADU Podcast, how do you feel about that? How, how do you feel about that? And first of all, how is it going to be re- regulated? Would it, are we gonna have, are we going to have um, uh, TikTok well, police going around? Well, I think what's going to happen. What's going to happen is every account, you're going to have to log in. I think it's going to be regulated kind of the, the way they do like these FanDuel uh, DraftKings apps. Okay. Like, you know, you have to be in the uh, in the area or not. And when once you sign up, you know, you've got that login for that area, that zip code, that, you know, territory or whatnot. So if you're in Montana and you want access to that TikTok, your shit is going to be shut down. It's going to be shut down. And I guess they're trying to see if it, you know, I mean, what, what is their number one goal? What's their mission statement behind this move? Other than other than they say Montana sound boring as shit. Sal says they are not blocking TikTok, just finding app stores for offering it. So, okay, so they're just cop blocking it. So how can you, are you going to find the app store in your specific state for offering it? Okay. So they're going to regulate the apps. They're going to regulate the apps that so okay. what you're saying is if I cross over into Montana and I'm on TikTok, I can still rock out. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you can still watch it in Montana. I mean, how do you regulate something like this? Because, I thought, okay, I thought it was find like the app store, right? You find the app store. But what about if they go on the Internet and just download it off off the page, off like the website, if TikTok had a website? Because that's what I would do. I would well, then, if, then Montana didn't go as hard as I thought, the way no. the way that I heard of it. I thought, Sal, that they went hard and said, you ain't on TikTok if you are here in Helena, Montana, yeah. whatever that town is. Uh, glory, glory Days, Montana, mm. or, or, or uh, Backwater, Montana. I'm sorry for all you fine people in Montana. I'm sorry if you're Montana. watching us, if you're following the All Just a Podcast sure from Montana, Montana just send us a picture and let us know. What's the last bear you saw? <laughs> Send us a picture of the last bear you we're saw. We're not gonna have any. Fr- we're not gonna have any fans in Montana after that. Or what rocks you collected? What's the last bear you saw? 
which rocks you collected over the past weekend? <laughs> Fucking this, Montana. TikTok is going to be federally banned soon. It's just a matter of time. I got bored at work and watched the C-SPAN court thing. Don't do that to yourself. So is it just basically because of the information being fished? No. I, they think that TikTok is feeding our information in China? No. No. We already talked about this. You know, it's it's all it's all hearsay and all so forth. We got plenty of other companies that deal with China and China can intervene in. We just we're just labeling these people because one, whoever's getting upset about it don't like some of the messages that are being put out by it and they have no control over it. So now we're just gonna get the laws in in the place for I do gotta ask you, okay? with you people. I do What's gotta up? ask you, are you surprised that CNN put Trump on? Am I surprised that they put him on? That they that they actually did. Like not to get in too deep, but like, are you surprised he went on in that town hall style on CNN? No, because I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. Uh, I was. I thought it was interesting, bro. Mm-mm. I have no. I have no words for that, man. So it's interesting when you start to see that go down, though, because him on CNN in a town mm-hmm. hall style. You know, that was that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Nothing about him is interesting. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it right at that. I'm gonna leave it right at that. So hey, so let's go into um our good your good friend, um married to former former NBA All Star Miami Heat veteran player, um Dwayne Wade, his wife. They just mad no one came up with TikTok. You're right. That's all it is. Um Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union has been uh, lambasted in the media recently (laughs) because she said what? What'd she say? She said she goes 50-50 with her man. 50-50 with her man. You know, and Gabby's one of those strong, feminine, um, you know, pro-woman supporters who stands Mm -hmm. tall and, and, and definitely speaks on how she feels. And she said even though, you know, economically her relationship is what it is, she believes in going down the middle, splitting everything 50-50. So what does that mean? I think we talked about this before a little bit. I'm sure we have. It's 80 episodes, sure man. We've talked about a lot of shit, kid. That's what, <laughs> but that's what we do. We keep it fresh every time. But look, uh, is 50-50 still a thing in relationships? What is 50-50? What is my, 50/50? I asked my aunt. I asked mm-hmm. my aunt earlier. She said there's no such thing. There's no such thing? It's 50-50? Uh, you think it's because of her first marriage and how that ended? Did it end super? That's a good point. That's a good point, Erica. Erica coming through with the facts as usual. That's fair. But I mean, I respect her saying it though. I mean, I like I like the way she was speaking on. You know, it forces her to be a workaholic. You Mm -hmm. know, it keeps her on her grind. And and I thought that was very profound for her to come from that standpoint. Because a lot of people, including men, Mm -hmm. you can easily get calm and comfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I guess that's the biggest thing to take away from this. Like if you do get a partner, drunk's going in. If you do, if you do get a partner that's getting it, should you should you drop your grind? Essentially, that's the bigger thing because you know your man or your girl's going to pay the bill. Well, if she loves you, here's the, here's here's the thing about that. If you get into a relationship and both of you going at it, right? You're going 100 fold. Mm-hmm. The only time one drops, one or the other drops the grind is because we're the building a family, family, family building time, right? And usually the woman is dropping their grind to have the child or so forth and so forth. Um, and then that becomes difficulty. And well, what, what is 50 50 at that point? 
That's a good question. That's the well, question of the day. 50 at that point. I guess it's just the attitude or it's the mentality, but Drunk's going and he said he woke up with a hangover and Dwayne Wade's game show on CBS was on. It was actually pretty good. <laughs> Shout out to Drunk for catching. Shout out to Drunk for catching. What's the call? What's, what's the call? It was, he was still hungover. That's why it was great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Every time Gabrielle Union get brought up, I'm going to bring up Vivica Fox. And has she a real black rom diva? Not searching for attention. She's just trying to fade, fade out, make her money, and live her life. I, I get that. Vivica. Uh, Vivica, yeah. Man, leave Vivica alone, Set it man. off like Vivica. Dwayne Wade's the host of the Cube on CBS. If you get hung over, <laughs> wake up at 3.30 a.m., just have your app you on CBS. 3.30 a.m.? I check my Googles, man. Four check, your Googles. Me check your Googles, bro. Tell me to check. check your Googles. So, 50-50 is a real thing. Even even if uh, even if one drops the other, that is that is more than 50-50. Actually, that's 70-30 because the woman stays home to, to build the family. Hey, she she's said, a lot more work. She said her, her movies might not consecutively bang. You know what? If I come out with a banger in my next movie, it's a flop. I got to make sure I'm on my grind. I can't be out here... Depending on my man and pay all my bills. I don't saying. remember her last strong movie, so you got to help me. Outside of Bad Boys, Bad Boys Three, I think it was. You going hard today? You I'm, let, I will you know. Let, I'm just. I'm you let Demetrius slide. You let Demetrius slide. <laughs> let Demetrius slide. And so Vivica Fox ain't had a banger since Bad Boys Three. I think it was Bad Boys Three. You, can't, she pick, was, you can't even she pick was dating Fox out of Bianca's a Bianca's in the build. Bianca is in the building. Hey, you. you your partner should hold you down if you fall on hard times. Hold me down. 100%. Oh, no. <laughs> so 50-50 is a tough one. It can be a real thing. It should be a real thing. Most of well, the time, it's for the, with the woman, if you have children involved, it really is. Let's be honest. Men, it's 70-30, it's 60-40. I don't think... They're they pulling a lot of weight. I don't think with the new with the new wave of all of our different lovely types of relationships like the, the traditions has sweet like going in now you can't expect the man to pay for everything or you can't expect the wealthier partner to pay for everything i think it's uh it's a dope concept to split mm-hmm. things down the middle now me how do you do okay what do you mean what's your 50 50 split my 50 50 split is not a 50 split. Let's put it on us. Let's put it on us for 70. I'm, it's a 65 35 split. And I'm just giving myself 5 5% extra just to make my <laughs> make me feel good so it don't sound too hard. Um, now, 410 says, What's the 50 50? He paid a mortgage. She pays a cell phone and cable. It, it's That's not even, you can't even go there. The person with the more money should pay most of the time. That's, That's why whenever um, I go to lunch with K Dizzle, I keep my car away. <laughs> so, I keep my so, car away. So, you know, my situation is different. My wife takes care of the kids on the, almost a hundred percent of the time. And I do, I, and I do work. So she does a lot of the heavy lifting. I go speaking of money, that, she does heavy lifting. That's true. true speak, speaking of that, we missed mother's day. So shout out to the shout moms. Out to all your moms. We didn't miss it. We, you know, we we took the time off to enjoy the Mother's Day. So, shout out Excuse to you. Me. We love let me watch. Let me watch how I talk. Yeah, watch how you talk. So, look, you know, it's, it, it it just depends on the relationship, and it generally, it never is. It never really is fifty fifty. Somebody's doing more work than the other person. Um, joint, we oh we ooh, we talked about we talked that about that split bank accounts. How, hey, how get it? How you live? However, your family is set up because that's spicy when you start getting into that.
Relationships are never equal. That's what my aunt Ooh. told me. That's what my aunt so, told me, Bianca. Bianca, I'm glad you said that, okay? Because we're going in hard on the deep dive tonight. You pulled us right into a perfect segue, okay? If you saw the um, the title of tonight's show is Who Owes Who? Now, which you, what Erica's saying, and they also taking care of other family members. That's, going, that's a perfect segue, too. Yeah, I think she calls herself, making sure they're always good, because if her and D Wade break up and her movie's flopping, she's going to be down at the pink with Uncle Clifford. She might be. But look, when we're talking about relationships, we're, and we're talking about uh, family, we're talking about friends, we're talking about all of that, right? Um, as we get older, as we grow older, you know, when you're young, you hang out with your cousins, your sisters, all that other good stuff. Okay. Um, same thing with your parents. When you get older and you grow and you get your own, <laughs> who owes who reparations, you get your own, uh, start moving your own direction, your own life. Whose responsibility is it to sustain those relationships? And do you feel like because let's say because they're family, do you feel like there is more of a responsibility to do so? Now, I don't know. Did I did I break that down enough? I think yeah? so. I think you think I brought it up? I think so. Basically, like, you know, and, and the way I asked you the question to, to, to verify your question was, mm-hmm. if I'm a parent and I'm still in, you know, my child's life as an older parent, whose responsibility is it to keep that connection and sustain that relationship? Like, is it right. still my job to check on my son or daughter? When I'm 60 right, and, you know, life's moved on a bit and they're older, they might be living out of state with their family. At that point, what you're saying is whose job is it to check up and take care of the other? Mm-hmm. You make more than your parents. Shanae says, if you make more than your parents, you should help them out if you all have a close relationship. Well, you're talking about if you make more than your parents, you should help them out if you all have a close relationship. Um that's a whole new that's, split. That's a whole. That's a whole different split. You talking money wise? My mom took care of me most of my life. I have no problem helping her out if she needed. Now you're talking about financial wise. I'm talking about relationship wise, which is right? still an aspect of it. Too. Yeah, it's still an aspect of it. Okay, so what you talking about before you even get to before you even get to the money, right? Before you even get to the money, unless you're just sending your mom some bill money and you just don't call her. That's the thing. Is she is she only calling you when she needs help? Right? Is she only is she only responding to any of your texts or any of your things when only when she needs something? Right? If they are they calling you, are they involved in your children's life? Are your parents involved in your children's life? Do they have a relationship with their grandkids? Right? Let's say, because I, I, I'll give a prime example. I'll use my family as a ticker. So, when growing up, hold on. Let me, let me just, I don't mind helping. Uh, Erica says, I don't mind helping, but I don't feel entitled. Like, that's my duty all the time. Drunk says, because uh, y'all rolling too fast. Hold on. Drunk says, you gave birth to me. I don't owe you anything financially, spiritually, anything. Wow, man. What up, Shadi? What's going on? So he, here's, I'll give an example of my, so when I grew up, me all, me and all my family were close. We hung out every Sunday. We saw everybody every Sunday. We had fun. You know, we spent the night at cousin's house, all that good stuff. You know, as you grow older, the relationships change, right? Oh, you just grow older, you get your own. 
Or they, or, or they evolve. Or they, well, evolve. Yeah, they grow. Evolve. Right. So, um, I want the same thing for my kids that I, that I had, but it's not there. Right. So is it, I'm the one I go over to my mom's house all the time. Okay. I go over there, I go talk, hang out, uh, you know, and just catch up. But does she, does she reach out on the other end? Not all the time, sometimes, but not a whole lot. Right. You got to keep a family chat. Here's the thing about a family chat. Shanae. A family chat is the easiest way to say, to, to say I tried. The family trying. chat. The family chat is the easiest way for me to get blocked. The, the easy look. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Bianca. Y'all harsh. I think when you parents get older, the roles are reverse. You start taking care of them. I get that, Bianca. When they when when they're when you're needed, you do take care of them. But let's say you get up, you grow old, you go out to the world, and they never call to check up on you. Well, let's talk about your situation mm-hmm. because what you said was very interesting. Like, is there any aspect of it to where you kind of wish your mom reached out to you more? Oh, without a doubt. I thought, without a doubt. I wish that, you know, I, and I prayerfully that my mom starts reaching out more to build a relationship, more relationship with my daughters so that they know her the same way that I know her. And so hopefully, you know, through conversation, we talk about it all the time, that that changes in that you know, she starts doing that. And I say, hey, you got your grandmother's phone, call her, check on her too. But at the same time, I had a conversation with her and she said, well, you know, you know, if they don't, if they don't reach out to me, I don't have to reach out to them. But rightfully so, right, rightfully so. But still, does it make it right? Yeah, I'm going to give you the phone number right now. Does it make it right? Um let me put the phone number up. 301-857-1757 is the number. I will send you the link so you can join in and have a, and and take bring in your opinion on this because this is personal. Uh, and this is personal, but it's important. Um, Drunk says, here's my thing, though. If we just born to take care of the person who gave birth to us, then what is life? Uh, Sinead says, I don't hold grudges. If I don't hear from people in a while, I realize that people live life and people have things going on. Um, yeah. So it's drunk. So it's drunk basically saying just because you bore me, I don't owe you shit. Pretty much. What drunk is saying, he was like, yeah, you gave me life, but let me live it. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, so half, what do you, what's your take on it? What's your, what's your, what's your take on it? So, I think I think this is so much into the person. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't see this as being something that's like a blanket statement that I could make, you know, for anybody. Right. Because I think a lot of this has to do with your individual situation and your mm-hmm. relationship with your family. Mm-hmm. Like you also got to talk about the different positions of family. Right. Like your mom and dad is one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And having them be grandparents and having them connected to your kids is one thing. But then you got aunts and uncles that want shit. Then you got <laughs> then you got cousins that hit you up. Let's not forget about the cousins. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take that to the next level. I mean, for the next part of the conversation. Yeah. But as far as like just like the parent, the parental aspect of it, mm-hmm. my mom reaches out to me all the time. Okay. Right. All the time. Like she calls me more almost like she's my wife sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes I get frustrated to myself and I say, damn, my mom mom was calling me again. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's good to know that somebody cares about you, even though you might not always agree with them or be on the same page. It's just that level of like, hey, somebody's concerned about my well-being. Right. So I try try to reciprocate that to the best that I can. And I'm I'm not perfect. So I think you should definitely be there for your parents. Right. Without I, a doubt. So uh, Hillbilly did say the one in the middle has the responsibility to bridge the gap, not the grandchild, not the grandparent, the father in the middle or the mother in the middle. That's a, I, that's a great yeah, statement. That is a very great statement. Um, but w- what happens when what happens when when you're trying to bridge the gap and, and neither either one of us not putting it, you know, not put in towards the effort. The kids are going to be kids. Um well, let's say that the grandparents aren't putting any effort. Hold on, hold on, hold if on. My mama needs me. I'm there. Put the number back up. We all have to look out for one another. What drunk says, if you got it like that, then yeah, help your parents. But I don't believe in sacrificing your dreams to help. But your I parents. agree with absolutely him. not. I agree with him on that. Absolutely not. So I know you talked about a lot about your relationship with your mom. What about the relationship with your dad? Non-existent. And okay. and that situation with me kind of took a head because. There were there were opportunities where we've talked before and communicated, but he wasn't mm-hmm. there when I was growing up to begin with. So that's why I said like everybody's situation could be different because yeah. it's going to be extremely difficult for us to have that relationship now if we never had a relationship to begin with, you know. Right. But um, you know, Shanae asked me all the time. She says, "Well, do you think you're going to talk to him? Like, do you think you want to open that that pathway of communication up again?" Yeah. Now that you're older, he's older, things could have changed. You know, you've got kids, you've got a family, and it's good to just have that that conversation. Yeah. But I don't even know where I'm at mentally with that myself. Just because I'm kind of like, you know, not all the way done with it, but it's been so much time. It's like, I don't know if it's even something. I don't know where my head is with that. So... So, and that's that's what we talk about. I'll give you a prime example. So, if if you are, say, you know, I'm taking I'm taking my kids over to uh, their grandparents' house all the time. I'm the one sending them to the grandparents' house all the time. I'm going over once a week. I'm doing all that on a consistent basis. And um, once you know, maybe it gets a little tough for me, and it, and I stop for a while, right? Should I or should, you know, should I be the only one having to do that? Should it always be one sided? I don't think so. No, no. And here's here's Sal saying, I didn't talk to my dad for a while and it was a mistake. You can't get that time back. So you didn't talk to your dad. When did you realize it? So, so Sal, when did you realize it was a mistake? So when did you? And and, and my question is this, too. Um, I know you didn't talk to him for a while, but did he ever reach out during that time to you to talk to you? After so, after we after him and I had actually spent time together as men, you know, mm-hmm. we were in the same space. I made my personal judgments, and maybe I didn't have the right to judge, mm-hmm. you know, any any human being. Yeah, but when I was in his space, I had a chance to actually judge his character. Mm-hmm. And I made the decision of just moving on. Yeah. After I felt like I gave it a strong chance. And then now it's like, are we going to try this again? 
So to answer your question, like he's reached out to my mom saying, you know, how am I doing? You know, he'd probably like to have a conversation with me. Yeah. And I say he probably did that did that a few times. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really reciprocated. Okay. Well, look, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring uh the infamous Bianca is in the building to come and talk and give us give us a two cents. HCG on in the building. HCG's in the building. What's up, sis? Hey y'all. Hey, what you got to say about this? Who owes who? I feel like y'all are so harsh. Um, once your parents get older, uh-huh. they can't do is what they used to do. Okay. So you can't expect what you used to expect. Okay. Now, when you get older, and if your parents are still living. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, they're still your parents. Correct. They're still older. That means they're older. Right. For real. Older. So they're not going to be able to remember to call. They're not going to be able to remember certain things. They might can't go to the store. They need you to go to the store mm-hmm. or whatever. However. We, but even if you say something like if your kids, if they're involved in your kids' life and stuff like that. Mine's you know they're a little iffy with mine, but yeah, let's <laughs> be real, right? Let's <laughs> be real. Keep know, it on it. Keep it up. They're a little skeptical. Okay. So even if so, just being me, just just because I'm me, I'm still gonna look out for my my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, now if one of my siblings are more available, yeah. Then I'll talk to my sibling. Okay. But other than that, I'm still gonna look out for my parents because if it wasn't well, for them, I'm am I gonna be right? Be and, who I am? and I agree with you 100. percent We always gonna look out for our parents. We're if if something happens, we're gonna be there for them. So the point that I'm bringing across is on a relationship standpoint, and you can you can use the same thing applying to your siblings, right? If they don't call and check on you, are you calling to check on them? Is it always on no. size? So, whose responsibility is that to to keep a relationship there? Both. Both, right? But I got a I got a a realistic okay example. Me and my I grew up with my cousins, right. like brother and sister, right? Okay. Something went down. I don't know what. I must have been high. I couldn't. I can't recall. But I still go attend parties, right? Or whatever the case may be, right? But within the last couple of years, you know, they don't do this shit for me. Mm. They, my birthday come every year. You know, my kid's birthday come every year. Right. You know, I just got engaged. You know, shit like that. You want that return. I, I don't get it. So guess what? I get tired of being that person that extend my arms. That's right. exhausting. Go but so far. Oh, yeah, that's exhausting. It's exhausting. So when somebody, oh, they hurt themselves or whatever, but God bless you. <laughs> And, and you know what? That's fair. And that's more than fair because at some point you got to be able to protect your own peace. You got to reciprocate what recipro- you want. You reciprocate what you want. You got to reciprocate what, right. you, what you give out to people. If it's not giving back, that's when you evaluate shit. So, so the dynamic between you and your parents, if it were the same, right? How would you feel? How would you feel if they weren't reciprocating back? Do you still that's feel... <laughs> So so why would you still feel obligated? Because they're my parents. Okay. They brought me here. They're my parents. Okay. okay. 
They ain't deny me. They ain't give me up across the kid. They ain't swallow me. They nothing. I'm here. What's up? So what do you say to those people that's been in the chat saying that they don't owe their parents their lives because they just born I don't, them? I, God bless you. I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that hard. I don't know. I can't be like that. Now, say if I can see if my parents did something to me, you know what I mean? Right. Like, bless me or you know, some 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 traumatizing shit. Right. Like I could see that. Now I owe you nothing. But as far as I owe them my life. Mm -hmm. That's what they gave me, life. Yeah. Okay. So I do owe them something. Okay. Unless they done took life from me. Mm -hmm. You know, like some traumatizing shit. Right. Something like something like that. But other than that, I do owe them something. That's just my opinion, y'all. Don't, don't no 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 no. We love your opinion. That's what he asked you for. What's up, Ralph? So, and and that's the biggest thing. So, even and and that's what I'm talking about. If you feel like you owe them, you you have to do that for them, right? Because you because they are your parents and they gave birth to you. Now, let's 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 talk about half. Half may not feel the same way about his father. I feel but like yeah, I, ask Bianca. Ask Bianca what, what would she do if she was in my position? Like Bianca. What would you do if you were in yeah, Hef's position? You know, I basically, what's wrong with your what's your position? So basically I was describing it when you was trying to get on live. So my dad and I, we didn't he wasn't in my life when I was growing up. But he made attempts to get in my life as I was growing up. So when I became a young man, I was able to spend time with him and it gave me a chance to judge his character because I was actually physically in his presence. So watching him do certain things. As a 50-some-year-old man, I kind of made judgments because I might not even do it as a 30-some-year-old man. So I made a decision to shut that door again on that relationship. And Shanae was like, to me, since years have gone by, it might behoove me to have a conversation with him because he's trying to reach out again. Okay. So what would but you do? Because you said you got to reciprocate. I feel like hoes can grow. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? People grow every day, B. Every day. And it's you to have an open heart to know that people can grow. That person might not be the same person as last year. Your father might not be the same person as he was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he keep reaching out says a lot. It says a lot. So you still willing to give. He could just be closing the door on you like you closing the door on him. So you still and willing to give that chance. Right. So you still willing to give that chance. I always give a chance to somebody who's trying to be in my life. I'm always going to give it a chance. Mm. I appreciate More that. Than I'm always going to be in a chance. Because you know why? Life ain't promised to nobody. Mm -hmm. And for somebody to take time out their life. Mind you, because life go on whether you talking to somebody or not. Facts. Life goes on. So the. The, the simple fact that if they taking time out their life to even try to reach out to you says a lot. Ask Malika. She know I don't go, I ain't going two weeks without talking to her. Because mm -hmm. yeah. so, that's my friend. And, and part of that is because you value that relationship. And I value all of my relationships. Correct. Everybody who pours into me, I'm definitely pouring into Correct. Them. Correct. So, but everybody who doesn't pour into you, what do you do? Fuck until they grow, until they grow. I had to learn that the hard way. Let's be clear. I had to learn the hard way because I'm a cancer. So I'm, I'm all about my emotions. Me too. You know Me too. I had to learn that the hard way. And the hard way was I keep extending my arm. Mm -hmm. 
I keep extending the olive branch. I keep showing up to shit, knowing I'm getting treated differently like a motherfucker. I'm sitting there looking stupid. I'm getting eyes shit by myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shit like that. I, I ain't with all that no more. Well, see, I used and to be. Like, man, hey, Bianca, I used to be in my feelings, right? Because speaking of cancers, our birthdays are coming up, right? So happy early birthday yes, to you. Are. Um, I used to be the person going out to my friend's birthdays in May, being at the table, you know what I'm saying? Putting my money down for bottles because I got a big heart. You know, that's my mm-hmm. man. And then I would have a birthday function. So all you got to do is show up. You ain't even got to pay for no bottles or nothing. Mm-hmm. And. That person hasn't even shown up or reciprocated to even come and be at my party. Right. So, you know, what do you say about that? Like, I don't know if you heard the last part, but like I was in my films a few times because I had I had paid for bottles at some friends parties (laughs) and I turn around a month later and have a function and they don't even show up. Hey, a lesson learned. I had to get people out my circle. Man, this is this is exactly what Drunk said. If you always giving a chance, he said, if you always giving a chance to somebody who want to be in your life, you are gonna always, I, I don't know, you are gonna always be a victim. Drunk coming hard tonight. Yeah, so, if you always giving chances, you are gonna be a victim. I can understand that too. I can understand that too. You opening yourself up to be a victim. But I feel like you learn from your past mistakes. So if you opening yourself up completely the first time, you know the second time you might be a little cautious. Well, not only At that, time, you, know, you might be like, oh, you're going to definitely have to show me, you know, like you, keep calling. The truth of the matter <laughs> is you, you learn where to put people in your life, right, you learn right. where to place them in your life and you learn where their importance of you is in their life. So you have to make sure that you keep, like you said, you keep the people that are around you that are pouring into you uh, the most and make sure it's not a one-sided, one-sided conversation. Even if it is a one-sided conversation, you're doing it for purpose, for purpose and a passion, just to make sure that that person is okay. And I've got plenty of people in my life that, you know, it may be one side. I may only hear from them when they're in times of need. And for me, that's okay. For me, that's okay because I know that I'm a, if I'm a resource for that person, that I'm just glad to be able to be on the other side of the phone call. I'm not expecting anything other than what they're always going to show me and give me. And so, and so the, the moral of the story is, you know, when you're talking about your relationships with people and having those different relationships, there, I don't, I don't, I don't prescribe to that, you know, hey, this is you, I owe you my life, which I do. But I don't owe I don't owe everything of me for you. Okay. There's there's a difference. I you know, I owe you my life, but I'm not going giving you my life for you. I think it goes back to what y'all said all the way back in the beginning. And Bianca said it when she first hit the chat. She said no relationship is equal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking about when y'all said that, I was really- <laughs> <laughs> she's talking about relationship. Well, all right, but let me speak for myself. I mean but but even with but even with parents and kids and and like it's hard to it's hard to say 50 50 like somebody's gonna get the short end of the stick like somebody's gonna reach out more than the other person in most cases just because they love them in my opinion i don't i don't think everybody's gonna get that reciprocation i feel like if i'm not if i'm not getting it it's not we're not what are we doing what and that's what on all ends, like except for my except for my parents. <laughs> except. 
And she keep losing it. She keep going yeah. in and out. She better. Eric, Erica says, if I keep supporting you and you don't do the same, then I'll just reevaluate yeah, my place in your life and I'll fall back. I'll we fall can be back. cool, but I'm going to slow down on what I do for them. Just say y'all get any deep in this cup. Get your popcorn really ready, Get your popcorn ready. No, we hit the hour mark, bro. Look, but look, it, it, it's important that you that you the heat of torching, the heat of torching, by the way. Uh, the heat, the heat of torching. No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it. They, I know they torture them. Look, uh, Hillbilly says we give our life uh, for our kids. That shouldn't stop because they have kids. You're hundred. Oh, that's profound. Oh. That's a hundred percent. And look, if any, if you get anything out of this conversation, okay, just make sure that the first and foremost, um, you make sure that you reach out to the people you love for the sole purpose of loving them for who they are and understanding who they are and where they are in their lives. Because, um, and that, and that's the best you can do. You keep the people around you want to keep close. Um, for your for your own your, for your own personal reasons, people do that. Even if they're for nefarious reasons, which is my new word. Even if people want to keep you around because they know they can borrow money from you all the time, you know what that person you. But but here's the thing, Bianca. I know you're gonna say that, but you decide whether you keep <laughs> giving that person money or not, right? Man, don't keep calling me asking me for. Right, but but I what I'm saying don't, is, don't keep calling me. <laughs> like, like, but, don't even. I feel like it's disrespectful. To even keep calling and asking look, some the same person for some money, and you look, already like you already got your bonus for the month. Like, what are you talking about? Here's the thing: you keep picking up the phone, you keep allowing it to happen. So that's on, that's on your own purpose. Uh, no, your own so reasons. You could have died. So I know if you die tonight. If you, you die tonight, me, I'm gonna call. You, I'm gonna answer the phone. I'm gonna answer the phone. If you asking me for oh, the money, oh, what if about I'm giving you the money? That's, oh, that's what about me. if you always say yes and then you finally say that no. And then that person upset. You always there. You, you gotta always let them be there. upset. Otherwise, you're gonna be you're gonna be a persistent no, simp for that one person. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna be <laughs> upset. <laughs> Bianca says says she not fucking with that. Don't ask I'm me for that. that. I'm not doing that. Like, don't even call me for real. I feel like if you call me, you know, and I got two kids and ask me for some money, you tripping. That's disrespect. Hey. Hey, hey, You're like Jock says it right here. Sometimes it ain't even about money. You can just be an emotional dustpan for somebody. Yeah. They could just yeah. be calling you and just drop all of their package on you. That's that's that true. Beat you down. See, and you gotta be careful of that too. It can't it can't be one sided. So just just know your place within people's lives and 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 act accordingly. Act accordingly and put people in put people in positions, set those boundaries. Amen. Set those boundaries. I need to follow that advice. Yeah, set those boundaries. Yeah. And that means telling a nigga, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, we ain't finna Y'all can say, yeah. We ain't about to make this a routine yeah. call. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, that's how you get the do not disturb. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not if my fiance get down or whatever the case may be, yeah, okay. I'd rather come ask me every time. But uh, a cousin? No. <laughs> no. Shout out to all Bianca's cousins. No, don't call for no money. Hey, B, Shit. we love you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> That's a clip right they there. She said, Shit, yeah. they know. We, we love they you, know. B. We're going to cut it. We gonna they cut it out tonight. We out to eat. You know what I mean. I know you all the all time. If I got her, then yeah, you got it. But 
Hey, Bianca. Hey, Bianca, can I say thank you for being a special day one to the All Just Up hey, podcast? Well, we appreciate you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm about to, I'm, we done or we not? Yeah, we done. <laughs> we done, man. Go ahead. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Shout out to, shout out to Bianca, shout the out. leader of the HCG movement. HCG. One of the A1s to the All Just Up podcast. Look, man, we had a hell of a night. This conversation took some turns, man. Um, a lot of a lot of deep convo. Uh, got some personal shit out there, K. Does I felt like it was a light therapy session. No, and that's the whole purpose and purpose and passion behind it, man. You got to talk about these things. We got to bring them to the forefront, and actually, if it helps you out with that, um, by having the different aspects and people chiming in, don't be afraid to get on stage and and say how you feel because look. These are things that you have to know in order for you to successfully survive out here in mm. adulting world, because a lot of people can uh, really, you know, in true have, you know, thanks for being, being vulnerable. Um, oh, thank you, Erica. Thank you. Uh, a lot of people just don't know how people are using them and how they're, you know, how it's affecting them and their ability to just do their, you know, to live their own life. Like I said, drunk said it best. You can be an emotional dustpan for somebody, and that could just be weighing on you heavily and affecting how you handle your own business. And you not even paying worse. attention to it. And that's, that's really bad. And that's then you really got bad. the whole. And then you got the whole level of manipulation too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's there's so many different aspects. Guilt tripping, guilt tripping um, your relatives. Yeah. And your relatives can guilt trip you. You don't bring the kids by. You don't do this. You don't do that. Well, hey, look, you know, we on the road. We on the road. If you want to know what's going on with our schedules, you want to be involved, get involved. It's not, it, it is not my it's not my absolute um, responsibility Duty. to right. put you everywhere and, and have you everywhere that in what we're doing in our lives. If you want to be a part of it, don't sit on the bleachers. Don't don't sit back in the stands. You know, get up, ask questions, and then come out. Come out, show your face, because your presence matters. And I was saying it to you know, I was saying it to uh, you know my parents. I'm saying it to you know my sisters, you know my cousins, and they all know. I'll call my sisters randomly just to see how they're doing, just to see what's going on. I, if they're close by, I might stop by the house, eat some of their food, use their bathroom. That's just who I am. Um, because it's important to me, even with my cousins, we take, we talk all the time, say, Hey, we got to get up. We got to get up. No, I'm here. Let's go here. Let's do this so that we can, we can keep those relationships moving and flowing in the right direction. And, and they're reciprocal. Right. I think they're the more, I think the moral of the story is don't be anybody's emotional dustpan. Don't be anybody's, you know, personal bill payer just because you feel indebted, but you know, love, love your relatives, be there for your parents, you know, enjoy your life. You only get one. Um, as far as we know, and uh, like Kay Dizzle said, reciprocation and Bianca said the best, you know, do unto others as you want people to or treat people how you want to be treated. Let's just keep it simple. So Keep it simple, stupid. Tell them where they can find you, Hef. Hey, man. Please come find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, IG, Periscope, and more at Hef Streams. Also, Periscope. All Just Up Podcast, you know. The All Just Up Podcast is on IG. Please follow us because each follow and every day we got posts that create some fun conversation that might end up on the next episode. For sure. For sure. I'm going to post all the links to where you can find us. You can find me, KDizzleDC, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. You know where to find us. You'll find us up 
tomorrow on all of your streaming platforms, your podcast platforms. Hey, Drunk, thank you for the amazing episode. It would not be what it is without all of you chiming in. And shout out to B, ACG, always A1 Day 1 in the building. Enough said, enough said podcast, what's good? Enough said, it's always the cookout the podcast, what's good? Realities podcast, what's good? And shout out to Gage, too, from Loading Snacks because he got a real cool sign-off. I got to work on my sign-off. <laughs> shout out to everybody that came through on IG for the night, man. It was a little test run. We love y'all. We see y'all. Big Black came through. B-Fads, Denar Carey, everybody who watched you. You know where to find us. We'll be here in two weeks. Love y'all. Have a great week. We'll see y'all. You know. You know. Oh